Let's go to our beloved Ustad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum wa narafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our engineers, Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Yaz Hussein. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihil kareem. Amma bad. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. With the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah jalla few weeks ago now, we have started the series on the fadail and virtues of the noble Qur'an. Today we discuss chapter number 10, Surah Yunus. Nabi Yunus alayhi salatu salam is that mighty messenger of Almighty Allah jalla his honorable name is mentioned four times in the Noble Qur'an and Surah 10, Chapter 10 is dedicated to him. The Surah was revealed before Mustafa sallallahu alayhi migration from Makkah Mukarramah to Madinah Munawwara, hence it is called Makkiyah and it comprises 109 ayats and verses. Almighty Allah jalla informs us that Every person should wonder, ponder in the creation of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, who Alladhi Jaala Shamsa Duyaa. Almighty Allah has made the sun Duyaa, that luster, that radiance, that effulgence, wal Qamara Nura, and Almighty Allah has made the moon also a sign of effulgence and radiance. وَقَدَّرَهُ manazila, And Almighty Allah Jalla wa'ala has determined for it that there will be stations so that you come to know the amount of years and you come to know the counting and reckoning. So subhanallah in Islam we work with a lunar calendar and for our salat and so forth we work with the sun. So look at our Fajr Salat now. We will say before sunrise it must be finished. Maghrib Salat we will say after the sunset. Then we will say that Maghrib time has started. So we use the sun as well for our Salat and our five daily prayers. And we use the moon daily. We heard today Moana announcing that it is the ninth of Jumad al-Ula. So that is how Islam works. So because people were whether in the metropolitan area or on the ocean or in the jungle. So they just look at the moon and you will know approximately what is the date because remember Islam is for all times, all places, all circumstances. Thereafter, Almighty Allah Jalla wa'ala teaches us a dua. Da'awahum fiha subhanakallahumma wa tahiyyatuhum fiha salam. When people enter Jannah and every request of theirs, every desire of theirs will be fulfilled. They will say, subhanakallahumma, everlasting glory, perfection for Almighty Allah. Wa tahiyyatuhum fiha salam. Their greeting day will be of peace. Jannat is dar salam. Paradise is a place of perfect you know that a person will have of peace tranquility serenity no worry no sorry there in jannah and paradise 
and in the ending they will say alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher provider of all the worlds meaning the world of human being the world of animal the world of angels so every creation so we praise almighty allah jalla Mustafa Habibuna stayed in Makkah Mukarrama for 40 years before the revelation dawned and came upon the Master. فَقَدْ لَبِثْتُ فِيكُمْ أُمُورًا مِّنْ قَبْلِي And it teaches us that every one of them used to say, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu the messenger, his character was exalted and sublime. وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ They gave the title to the Master alayhi salam, As-Sadiqul الْأَمِينَ You are truthful, a person of honesty, integrity. But when Mustafa sallallahu conveyed the message, they must believe in one Allah, that is the time. Revelation came and the revolution started. Because remember, when you speak the truth, then the truth is a bitter pearl to swallow. So therefore, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa told Abu Dhar radiallahu an, Hadith in Muslim Ahmad, authentic hadith, Qulil haqqa walau kana murra, speak the truth even though the truth is better. So that is a big, big lesson we learn here. Thereafter, all Allah Jalla wa Allah teaches us, Wallahu yad'u ila daris salam, Allah is inviting you to the house of peace, prosperity, happiness. And remember that the shaitan, the Satan, and his agents, they're calling you ilan nar towards Jahannam and towards the hellfire, Allah forbid. So each one of us should think that this world, our time, our sojourn here is very little compared to the year after and very, very short period. Therefore, each one of us should ask ourselves, are we prepared to meet Almighty Allah Jalla wala? Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi greatest miracle without a shadow of doubt is the Quran Sharif. The same Quran Sharif which I'm reading now. Remember, you will find it across the world. And million people and more have memorized it. The only book to be memorized from time immemorial. And that is the miracle of Islam and Muslims. Surah Yunus chapter 10 verses 57-58. You need to mark that. Ya Yuannas, O humankind. Qad ja'atkum mawidatum rabbikum. Indeed, it has come to you. That advice, such advice that melts your heart. Muslim and non-Muslim, if they are sincere, their hearts will melt. It is a panacea. It is a cure for what is in your hearts. It will remove the shirk and kufr, the polytheism, idol worship and blasphemy. It will remove the pride, arrogance, hatred. And it is a source of guidance and a mercy for the believers. How great is the Quran Sharif? Say the grace of Allah, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa the Quran Sharif, you should be happy. Today when our son, our daughter becomes Hafiz, Hafiza, we read this verse and tell humanity, it is better and superior than everything which they accumulated. All the minerals, gold, silver, everything. This Quran Sharif was, is, will always be the greatest. 
Then all Almighty Allah speaks about the awliyaullah. Our allegiance is first to all Almighty Allah Jalla then to the messengers, and more so Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi and then to the Sahaba, the beloved companions, all of them of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi and then we come to the awliyaullah, the special slaves and servants of Allah and friends of Allah. Allah, behold, in awliya Allah la khawfun alayhim walahum yahzanun that the friends of Allah there is no fear upon them regarding the future no sadness for them regarding the past who are the awliya Allah alladhina amanu wa kanu yattaqun they have through iman and faith they belong to the ahlu sunnah wal jamaa wa kanu yattaqun and they have taqwa today we are sanctimonious we have a double identity when we in front of people we put on a show of piety when we alone then you see the how an idle mind is the devil's workshop people are involved in pornography people are involved with sending messages to the females females are sending messages to the male so all these haram activities nay the awliyaullah they suppress their desires then Allah gives them glad tidings O people, today we live in a time where there are many pharaohs, many zalims and oppressors and transgressors, whether in the land of occupied Palestine, whether in the land of Syria, whether in the land of Yemen, whether in the land of China, whether in the land of Burma and Rohingya Muslims, so many places. What must you read? Read Surah 10, Surah Yunus and verses 85, 86. Alallahi tawakkalna Upon Allah alone do we place our trust. Rabbana la taj'alna fitnatan lil qawmi zalimeen Ya Allah, do not make us a target for a people who are the oppressors and the zalims and transgressors. Wanajjina birahmatika minal qawmil kafirin Rescue us, Ya Allah, through your mercy from a people who are the disbelievers. When you are oppressed, read Surah chapter 10, verses 85-86 the pharaoh in his madness of power even claimed divinity he said Ana rabbukumul a'ala. I am the supreme being like today people say they are the superpower but their government is shut down to a certain extent so almighty Allah teaches us pharaoh Allah drowned him not only drowned him Allah preserved his body for humanity and posterity chapter number 10 surah yunus verse 92 that we have preserved your body so that it will be a lesson for humanity and posterity therefore may almighty allah jalla grant us the ability to understand our deen islam may almighty allah give us to Today is Wednesday, and inshallah between 11 and 12, there will be bliss of marriage. Tuesday between 11 and 12 is bliss of marriage. Wednesday between 11 and 12 is bliss of marriage. Then 5 past 1, inshallah, will be the tafsir of the Noble Quran. And remember, the hapas 1 to 2 tafsir is every day, Monday to Sunday. Not Monday to Friday, is Monday to Sunday, Sunday to Sunday. So that is the hapas 1 tafsir to 2 o'clock. 
o'clock. And thereafter, today is Wednesday, between Zohar, after Zohar, Salat, make special, special dua. It's a time when duas are accepted. So make dua for us and the Ummah at large. The hadith is authentic. Mentioned by Imam Bukhari, Rahimahullah, in Adabul Mufrad. May all, may Allah give us tawfiq. 28 minutes to 5, you are listening to As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. Ustad, we go to the first question. What happens, uh, Ustad? Three brothers, uh, one of them got married to a Christian woman, Ustad, and he became murtered. So the father wants to know, Ustad, to the brother, what happens? Do they actually disown him? And what happens when he passes away, Ustad? Do they attend the funeral or not? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. These are serious, serious issues, both of them. When a person is a murtad, he becomes an apostate, he was born a Muslim, or he or she embraced Islam, and thereafter, for whatever reason, they denounce Islam, became an apostate, Allah forbid, Allah forbid. So the law in Islam, the hadith in Bukhari is, Man baddala deenahu Whosoever changes his religion from Islam to any other ism, so then the death penalty will apply. And remember, there's consensus on this among all four schools the Hanbalis the Shafi'is the Malikis the Hanafis so if you were living in a true Islamic country then the death penalty would apply regarding in a, so what you must do minimum now because we can't implement that punishment so you have to excommunicate and boycott remember the Shaitan the son of yours because he's no more part of your family in Ahlik how Allah Ta'ala told and inform Nabi Nuh alayhi salam la yarithul muslimul kafir walal kafirul muslim authentic hadith remember in Mishkat Sharif Mustad Ahmad a non-muslim will not inherit from a muslim and a muslim will not inherit from a non-muslim so you must sever all ties with him secondly he does not inherit from you and when he dies you all will not inherit from him third when he dies and he is still in that state of irtidad he is still on that apostle then it's haram for you to attend his funeral or memorial service or church or temple all this is haram people who do this lose their iman also so you must remember Quran Karim states Surah 9 verse 84 وَلَا تُسْوَلِّ عَلَىٰ أَحَدٍ مِّنْهُمْ مَاتَ أَبَدًا وَلَا تَقُمْ عَلَىٰ قَبْرِ and do not go and pray for the non-Muslims don't stand by their grave explicitly clearly mentioned in the noble Quran, Surah 9, Surah Tawbah, verse 84. So we gave you your answer all from the Quran Sharif and the authentic ahadith of Mustafa wasallam. Yes, as a father, mother, you are very concerned. Make dua to Almighty Allah. Amen. Allah Ta'ala give him hidayat and bring him back into the fall of Islam. But for the time being, as long as he is a, uh, an apostate and a murtad out of the fall of Islam, you sever all ties with him and tell him you have nothing to do with him or his family. Muftab, let's go to our next question. It says that, Assalamu alaikum Muftisab, which dua can one recite to overcome any bad actions, Ustad? Remember that it depends what you mean by bad actions. If you mean your own vices and own sins and so forth, so you read the dua. Remember of Nabi Adam alayhi salatu salam, Sayyida Hawa radiallahu anha, learn to pronounce the names properly. Normally our people give the name Hawa. 
It's not, you can say it's acceptable, but not the proper way. Remember, proper name is Hawa bitashdidil wow. And that is Sayyida Hawa radiallahu anha. Life, it means. So anyway, you must remember that when they saw that they made a mistake, when they ate from that forbidden tree, then they cried to all Allah. What dua did they read? Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taghfil lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna minal khasirin. Surah 7, chapter 7, verse 23. Oh, beloved Allah, we have wronged our souls, ourselves. If you don't forgive us, Ya Allah, you don't have mercy on us, then surely we will be the failures and the losers. So that is, we admit and confess to our crime. They, Nabi Adam alayhi salam, Sayyidah Hawa radiallahu anha made a mistake and they begged Allah for forgiveness. Allah forgave them. But the shaitan, the iblis, was not a mistake. It was an act of defiance against all Allah. Aba was takbara and it was based on his pride and arrogance. Ana khayrun min. I am better and superior to Adam alayhi salam. Allah ta'ala expelled him. See the words. You must know how to use the words. Allah expelled the shaitan from Jannah and paradise and Allah transferred Nabi Adam alayhi salatu salam to this world. He will enter Jannah and the Iblis, the shaitan and his cronies will never see Jannah. So it shows that this pride can lead a person right to kufr and today when you tell people they're doing haram things they're making all their weddings in the temple or in the church or you tell them that you are following this ism that ism and so forth and you become murtad so they're not prepared to accept why they're not prepared to accept Quran Kareem teaches us when it is told people to people fear Almighty Allah Jalla his pride and arrogance will take him towards vices and sin so he thinks he's too intellectual and academic then the resting place for that person is Jahannam and the hellfire what a horrible terrible place to land up in and that is Surah 2 chapter 2 and verse 206 of the Noble Quran all the answers you will find in the Quran Sharif and in the Sunnah Mubarakah and then the ulama came and they elaborated and expounded on it. We said we go to Belfort. It says, Mulana Arafat, please ask Hazrat Mulana Muftisab. This is Ba. Uh, I see his WhatsApp is not working. It says last seen yesterday, 5 o'clock. We start. Remember that yesterday was a very, very busy, busy day, yeah. So therefore, <laughs> remember, everything is working, alhamdulillah. So, but you know, Tuesday nights that we have tafsir and sometimes visitors come and a lot of issues. So therefore, that normally that my WhatsApp, I switch it off late at night and then we start again. So I everything is downloaded now when I recharge my phone. I saw all the messages, over 100 come, questions a day, emails come. All this, Allah Ta'ala's fazal, my bar in Belfort, this is our program. Insha'Allah for tomorrow, Thursday, we will leave lands, Insha'Allah, after Zohar, first stop Heidelberg, go to my parents, my brother's graves, and Allah grant them Jannah to fill those. Thereafter, we'll be in Balfour. They say Balfour, but we say Balfour. 
Lord Balfour, the Shaitan. You must remember the name Balfour after him. So anyway, you must remember, there we'll go visit our grave of our dada, daddy, uncles, aunties, cousins, all of them make dua for them. Then next stop after that, Stanerton, inshallah, we'll be there in Stanerton around 6 o'clock. Dr. Babu's place, Dr. Ubakar Jusab is his name, but if I say Dr. Ubakar Jusab, 90% of the people will not even know. So our program tomorrow night, Thursday night, between Maghrib and Isha, in the Masjid Day in the Indian Township, previously known Indian Township, so there between Maghrib and Isha, then we'll stay over there by Dr. Babu, inshallah, Friday morning after Fajr, a program, then Nashta and then Rasta. So then breakfast and then we carry on, inshallah, to Dandi. So you contact Brother Shiraz Ismail, so we'll translate the khutbah, inshallah, from Makkah, from Dandi. Then Jumma Salat, we will be there in Dandi, inshallah. Then after Asr or so, we'll leave Dandi and come to Darulum, Newcastle, between Maghrib and Isha, inshallah. That is when we have the program in Newcastle. And then, inshallah, that Saturday, I'll sleep in Dandi and come back to Newcastle, inshallah, in the morning. So any one of you wants to meet me, we will be there in Newcastle, inshallah, for what, one, two hours, Saturday morning. So, barakallahu fiqh, jazakallahu khairan. While in namaz, while in salah, to what extent will laughing break the namaz and wudu? If a person smiles to such an extent that his teeth is exposed in his salah, is his salah broken, Ustad? Remember that in Islam, look at the fuqaha, O esteemed listeners of Radio Al-Ansar International, the listeners of Marqat Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Did you ever read two rakat salat for the Sahaba? Radiallahu anhu majma'in. Did we ever read two rakat salat for the fuqaha, the jurist of Islam and the muhaddisin? Read today. When you, now you're going to read Fajr. Then you will read Ishraq 15 minutes, 14 minutes after sunrise. Then in that, make that intention. See how they made the deen easy for us. I just told you, we believe in Quran Sharif. We believe in the Sunnah Mubarakah. We accept all the Sahaba to be the beacons of light. And then we accept the Awliyaullah and the Fuqaha and the jurist of Islam, the four schools. So they broke it up into three categories. Number one, At-Tabassum. You know it's a wonderful name to keep the basum, and that is that you smile. So that is that you're smiling, so there's no sound, nothing. Your hudu is valid, your salat is valid, everything is valid. Yesterday I told my wife, because our brother Junaid had to come here at night and so forth. So nevertheless, I said, my brother Junaid Khan, people call him Zunaid Khan. They must change it, Junaid Khan, he's a small army. I said he has one incredible quality. Whatever the circumstances are, he's forever smiling, you know. So that's a great quality. Therefore, if you study Sahaba, Tabi'in, you will find the name Duhak. Duhak means the person is smiling always. So that's number one. So to smile, your hudu is valid and your salat is valid. Next one is Duhik, that you laugh. But you can hear it, but remember the people next to you, around you, they didn't hear it. So in a case like that, you must remember the salat will break, but the hudu will not break. So that is the duhik. 
Third one is qah qah. Qah qah, you laugh like a mad thing. You know, somebody's wuzu broke. He went into ruku, sazda, and the wind came out loudly. Say, oh, 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 make a big noise. So you laughing, people. So Hanafi say, in that case, your wuzu is also broken, and your salat is also broken. And majority scholars will say that your salat is broken. So there are three different categories. One, the basum smiling, nothing breaks. The wuzu is valid, salat is valid. One is duhik, that is you laugh. Only yourself heard, your salat is broken, wuzu is valid. And third one is qah that you laugh so loud, everybody, many people can hear, the wuzu and your salat is broken, according to Hanafis and Shafis, Ambalis and say that your salat is broken, your wuzu is still valid. Ustad Brother Zahir from Dubai wants to know, is it permissible? to join the police force it depends where you want to be if you are in a muslim country and they are not going to use you to do zulam and oppression and so forth then it is permissible because that will be part of amal bil ma'roof munkar that you are commanding the good prohibiting the evil but if you are in a country, Muslim country or non-Muslim country, where the police are known for their zulam, oppression and corruption, like you take South Africa, you take other countries and so forth, so then it's not permissible because you become an accomplice in a crime. Quran Karim said, my brothers are here, you are in Dubai, so you must have learned some Arabic if you are non-Arab, and if you're Arab, you'll know. Surah 5, Surah Ma'idah, verse 2, وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَىٰ That you must cooperate in sin and, sorry, you must cooperate in goodness and in piety. وَلَا تَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْأُدْوَانِ And do not cooperate in sin and in transgression. So Surah 5, verse 2. So that will give you your answer. Ustad, with whom a lady can go for hajj according to the Hanafi madhab? Whether it's Hanafi madhab or Hanbali madhab or whoever, so you must remember, a lady can only go for hajj with a husband or her mahram. Mahram means that person today, tomorrow, till day of Qiyamah, she cannot get married to her father, her brother, her son, her nephew, her uncle, father's brother, mother's brother. So these type of people she can go with or her husband. And according to the Hanafis and Hanbali scholars, remember, she cannot go with a group of ladies even for a first hajj is haram and not permissible. The Shafi'is and the Maliki say, yes, she must go with a husband or she must go with a father, brother, son, nephew and uncle. So, but if they are not available for some reason or the other, they can't afford it, so she can, they can go according to Shafi'is Maliki's for a first hajj, not nafil hajj, not umrah. So Nafil Hajj, Voluntary Hajj, and Umrah. So remember that according to all four schools, it's not permissible for a lady to go. And remember, it will be sinful instead of getting reward. So today some ladies are going, they say, I'm 40 years old, 50 years old, 60, 70 years old. I don't need mahram. 
you are making the deen suit your whims and fancies and is haram and remember you have to fit into the deen and into islam and not islam must fit into your whims fancies and desires so if it is umrah or voluntary hajj then all scholars agreed not permissible shafi is maliki say it is permissible for lady or ladies to go in a group if there's no mahram no husband then they go in the group for first hajj only so we must emphasize and reiterate that Ustaz, one more question, inshallah, from Balito. It says here, Honorable Mufti Saab, if a lady wears a short top and pants when performing salah, but the length of the burqa is below the knees, is the salah valid, Ustaz, from Balito? Remember, all Allah Jalla wa'ala answers your question in the Noble Quran. All Allah teaches us, Ya Bani Adama khudu zinatakum in the kulli masjid. O oh, you, the people of our children of Adam alayhi salatu salam, meaning sons and daughters, all of us. So take your beauty when you go for salat, masjid. So I'm going to the masjid now for fajr salat. You are going to your musalla, your prayer room, your namaz room for fajr salat. So you must take your beauty. So I am asking you, you wear a top and you wear a pant or whatever and thereafter you put on a burqa and you read salat. Is that the beauty which Islam taught us? Where the lady wears a top and a pant and imitate the non-Muslim culture and their style of dressing and then we just wear that on top? No. So you must remember that in Islam that we have to be very, very careful regarding our clothing and attire and so forth. So one is according to the fuqaha, the jurists, if your paint and all that are not transparent and so forth, so we will say your salat is valid. But do you get reward for that? No, you won't get reward. You get sin for the attire you wore because you must remember you are desecrating the sanctity of salat. You you are desecrating you want the honor you are speaking to almighty allah it is an appointment we have with allah so allah is commanding us tomorrow we have to go meet some important person you have to meet some president prime minister some king some ruler how we will be dressed we will be trim and slim and good and proper here we're speaking to the king of kings allah jalla and we just wear any kind clothes and we just wear the burqa for the lady no is unacceptable that is sinful also so you must remember in islam for women to wear top and pant that is showing that we have failed in our duty we supposed to impact on other people's lives but we have got impacted and influenced by their lives so get rid of all these things and wear the islamic attire male and female may all matter plus of marriage 11 to 12 today with mona arafat and myself inshallah aziz barakallahu fiqh assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh